That was the best lemon I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. So guys, what are some of the things we're going to be talking about? So much. So much. So much. We I'm really working are with talking like... about. Yeah, look. <laughs> For a full room, this is very quiet, guys. <laughs> Come on, help me out here, please. We have our letter of the week. As always, weird vibes in the workplace coming up a bit later, which I feel like we're really living our values right now with those <laughs> yeah. weird vibes in the workplace. Yeah, we are. Um, Sarah, what do we have after weird vibes in the workplace? Oh, so we have a really good segment a little bit later asking, are they queer or are they just Brunswick presenting? It I'm is. really excited for that. The eternal question. The eternal <laughs> question. Well, we talked about it a bit last week, so that was like some nice callback, cute callback. Yes. You know, we talk about some interesting things. But I'm just just checking. Anyone here a doctor? I haven't seen you in a long time, Ruby, so I don't really know what's changed in your life. I have not become a doctor since the last time I saw you, no. Disappointing. When are we going <laughs> to yeah. have a doctor on the show? Actually, that's a question Today? I might have question to answer. <laughs> Liz, step it up. <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Anyone? Doctors? No. no. No, my parents are so disappointed in me. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Sorry, but I'm an art student. Look. Because we're not doctors sometimes, then the show gets hot and heavy in a way that, you know, it's not in a fun way. No. So, there is some help out there. There's Beyond Blue on 1300 224 636. That's 1300 224 636. Ruby, who else can people call? 1 800 Respect on 1 800 737 And Q Life Helpline on 1 800 184 527. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of you guys in some time. Mm. So I would like to demand that you tell me how your Naughty Rude weeks have been. Should or I we... guess for Ruby, like maybe months. Yeah. My Naughty Rude month. I've had a very busy month. I moved house. So that was... Very cool. Yeah. So that has obviously like been hectic and tiring and stuff. Um, I also celebrated one year of like freelancing slash having a business. This is exciting. Ooh, very cool. So, we love that. Yeah. So actually just come straight from my celebratory dinner from that. Just straight to the Swear. studio from there. So I just, my partner took me out for dinner, which was lovely. And I'm like bursting at the seams here. <laughs> I'm so full. I had to um, undo my skirt a little bit because I'm really full. <laughs> but that was really nice. That was exciting. I'm very proud of myself. Um, so yeah, that's, it's been a, yeah, it's been a wild, wild month. So yeah. How about you? Oh, okay. Uh, my I haven't been naughty rude since last year, and I feel like I should report with a lot back. There's not been that much, but I did go on a date on Friday. Okay. okay. Yes. We went to a bar. It was really great. First date. Met on Hinge. Uh, was not sure how it was going to go. Was a little bit nervous. Actually, Lachlan, you saw me. I saw you, like... And it was like the countdown to like it was like, like T minus three hours. <laughs> yeah, it was like six PM and I was like, I'm going home, I'm getting ready and then I'm going to the state. Yes. I knew that the date was gonna go fine, but you weren't convinced. I wasn't sure. Because you needed to back yourself. I don't like the idea of being pen pals with somebody. I don't no. like the idea of texting them for weeks and then never seeing them. And it was going into that territory. It'd been like maybe three and a half weeks of texting them. And then I was like, oh, no, what if we meet and it sucks, but we've already dedicated, like, three weeks to texting. Mm. That would suck. But 
It did not suck. It was very great. So cool. second date? Question mark. I very much hope so. Cool. In my naughty rude week, look, I feel like I've made like very thinly veiled references to like miscellaneous drama in my life and we've very much reached kind of a conclusion with that one mm. i am going to be requesting coffee with someone tomorrow Ooh. we can have a chat and either it can be over a coffee or it can be in front of witnesses and so they can get some choice and control there and um, we can discuss um their behavior perhaps we can we can we can work towards changing their behavior so that sounds spicy that's that on that for me liz i feel like you've had the naughtiest and rudest of weeks I, <laughs> um, so I guess, like, to update, I, I actually had this, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I actually, walking in, I had it planned out, and then I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I would, I would prompt you, but you've told me in no uncertain terms that I'm not allowed to discuss what you've told me. No, <laughs> I said it is, some of, It is producer-presenter confidentiality. <gasps> I said some of that information was embargoed, and it mm-hmm. is, but basically... <clears throat> You are seeing correct two men correct, and one or both of them may be listening right now, hey. which is why we're being very careful. Correct. Shout out. <laughs> um, I don't know what I, else I can sorry, ask you. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay, I, I feel like I'm I'm not helping my case out, but uh, so I had like a cheeky cheeky little date with one of them. Um, the other day, and Lachlan has witnessed this behavior. I have witnessed this behavior. <laughs> oh my god, no, I do remember what I was going to say. Okay, I got okay, it, I got it. Never mind. So, guys. Hold on, hold on. So, Liz, you've had the naughtiest <laughs> room this week of all. So, guys, remember how, um, just to call back, my Tinder bio was um, vampires with love dating apps. Source, I'm like, trust me, I'm not a vampire source, trust me, or like nice. something along those lines. I might have accidentally found myself a vampire. Oh, what <laughs> is it, Edward Cullen? <laughs> um, well, like the fact that he unironically looked at me and went, like, You're my special kind of what was the what was the heroin? <laughs> You're like, oh. like Okay, Wait, and, and, and were they like joking was, or for no, no, they were definitely joking. I, I was like, oh my god, if they said that seriously, like run. <laughs> talking at the person specifically if they're listening, I hope to God you were joking. <laughs> Red flag. He can text in. He can let us know. He can let us know. He get is involved. like texting. <laughs> where can they get involved? <laughs> um, by sliding into my DMs. Anyway, um. <laughs> You had said in your Tinder bio that um, that that you were not a vampire, correct? You've definitely found one um, though. Just letting you know that when mm-hmm. he slid into my DMs, he also said, "I am too not a vampire." Untrue. 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 <laughs> I've seen him in action. He was like a he was like an animal. Oh my god! <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> okay, so for context, we were we went to the park. We went for a picnic while I was editing a video. Like I was doing my work. Yeah, and like. You know, he was, like, cozying up to me and, like, we were, like, cuddling in public in a park. Very chill, very wholesome stuff. We were having a bit of a flirt and this man puts his hat head, like, between my, like, you know, my neck, like, and I'm like, okay, this is cute, very nuzzly. Yeah. Takes a chomp of my neck. no. My eyes get so big. And then he loses his shit because that's what, you know, like, it's funny. It's like, it's like, (laughs) haha, I made Liz just have a really, like... Weird reaction. (laughs) Weird reaction in public. Mm. And I was like... Like, I just, like, I was, like, processing it. Like, it took me, like, five minutes to process it. So he was just giggling at me for five minutes. 
Oh my god. So for context, that that's the picture I'm painting. So are you yeah. a vampire now? <clears throat> Hi. <laughs> Hi, this is Sarah from Apricot Inc. You're listening to the Naughty Rube Show. My name is Sarah. I am joined by Liz, Lachlan, and Ruby. And right now we have a letter of the week, which I am new to. Yes, you are. Yes. Oh my gosh, right. Well, Sarah, Sarah, this is the best segment ever I'm because, excited. because, and I said this to Liz, right? It gets like you get to like. EFG, and then it's like M&M's, like, I don't like... Uh, this is how I have been learning the alphabet. Yeah. It is so <laughs> educational. We're, like, halfway through. They so should teach you like this in schools. We are anything but not educational here on the Naughty Rouge <laughs> Show. So this week's letter is P. We have been going through the letters of the alphabet, and we pick a few words from P. I feel like this mm. is a good letter for the Naughty Rouge Show. It is. There's so many options from, like, stuff that's slightly more adventurous to stuff that, like, every woman experiences at least once in their lives. Let's start with that, maybe. That is a good with idea. That being periods. Periods. They suck, in my opinion. They do suck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. We're all in agreement. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, 100% cool. agreement, yeah. <laughs> Which is a nice throwback to, like, last week when we talked about the period show. We did, and I just had so much to say about that. <laughs> As you requested, you just kept asking. More. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> I am in fact DJ. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, we actually do have something coming up from that show. We were talking to some people about their first periods and their experiences, so that'll be coming up a little bit later. Yeah. Correct. Nice. What are some other P words, guys? We've got prostate. Yes. Yeah. That is, that Which... is a P word. <laughs> Correct. Is great, and you know, you should get men should get their prostates checked. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Okay, I feel like as the as the as the prostate owner in the room, yes, um, I might I might take this one. Um, yes. Wait, no. <laughs> what? You okay, don't... fine. Uh, <laughs> off to a fantastic start this evening. Prostates are prostates are fun. They're more fun when you find them, and then you go, "Hey, that's opened up a whole new world of <laughs> of you know fun times." Prostates. They're not just for gay people. Get into pegging. Prostates. That's my hey, another P as well. That's that's my that's my that's the statement on prostates. That is the statement on prostates. Yes. I think an easy low hanging fruit would be penis. Yep. Mm. I mean if it if it's hanging that means that like it's quite a package. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this last night, Liz. We were talking about growers versus showers and how you didn't really know the difference. I still don't know the difference. No. Thoughts well, on penises, guys? I am very gay. <laughs> <laughs> this just you're your first. Oh I gosh. feel like they they don't look very good. No, that's my whole thought. <laughs> look, they're, they're not they're not very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, but they serve their purpose, you know. They do. Well, sometimes they serve their purpose a little too well. But <laughs> our next word, porn. Porn. Yeah, that's a safe topic. Lisa, <laughs> are we allowed to discuss porn? Well, also related to porn, we've got pleasure. Yeah, they yes. sort of... Uh, I mean, pleasure can intertwine with most of these except for periods, I would presume. Yeah. Uh, porn. <laughs> we are giggling. Sorry, Liz has Liz, lost Liz, it. Liz has just lost it. My thoughts on porn and pleasure is I vividly remember... I don't know if, like, in high school you have all the girls got taken away for their... Yeah, like, yeah, for yeah, a talk, yeah, for, yeah. For a period, and then the boys got taken away, and we had our separate talks. Our talk was the school nurse, and she just looked us dead in the eye and was like, boys, I'm the school nurse. I've seen a lot of the girls have come into my office. Okay, I've seen a lot. I need you to understand. 
She, repeat after me, she does not bend that way. Stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so take-home message there, porn does not always equal pleasure. It doesn't. Oh, no, 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 definitely not. No. No, 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 no. She does not bend that way, Very boys. unrealistic in a lot of ways, I think. No. Yeah. True. Setting some unrealistic expectations. I'm back, I'm back. Okay, Liz has recovered. It's getting hot in here for me. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Well, uh, do, you want to, do you want to take us no, away with the next P word? <laughs> ah, you know yeah, what? Pick a, pick a P word. Pregnant. <gasps> are Liz, you? are you? Is this an announcement? Guys, guys, come on. We all share the same thing. Embargoed information. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, it's a vampire baby. It's for Nesme. <laughs> This would be a really good time to say I've actually never watched Twilight and I do not understand that now. Sorry, we will what? be changing Moving this. Moving swiftly along. Listen, we will be changing this for you. We need to watch Twilight for two weeks I, and then that's just like it's a review of Twilight. I am going to that would be a nice collab with Art Smitten. Mm. Shout out Zach. <laughs> I miss Zach. Yes, we saw Zach earlier today and Sarah made an incredibly informed and respectful comment about his haircut. <laughs> and I apologize for the comment that was made. I like his haircut. I'm going to move on to a new word, pillow princess. I feel like that has different connotations in the two different, like, like I feel like for straight people, pillow princess is very different. Yes, absolutely. Can someone elaborate on the straight version of pillow princess for me, please? Pillow princess and like straight people terms is just pretty much like a starfish, like dead fish. You know, the connotations are that you're just there, lying mm. there doing nothing. And it's a very negative connotation. But from what I understand in the other community, mm. it's not as negative. It's not as negative. I think it's just like a very, you're very much a bottom Correct. as a pillow princess. But it's not necessarily, yeah, definitely nowhere near as many negative connotations for the queer community. Uh, as a pillow princess might get as a straight person. Yeah, that is a way to word that. So the so yeah. the takeaway here is become a lesbian. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's, well, it's guess what? Good. Some people are already committing with their hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Okay. So okay. next P word we've got is pussy. <laughs> there we go. Pussies are pretty cool. They are. They are. Uh, that was <laughs> unanimous decision. Great. <laughs> I'm also a fan. Prostitute. <laughs> This is actually something we want to follow up on. I found out very recently that I live very close to awarded, voted, I'm not sure, but allegedly the best brothel in Melbourne. And I just thought, like, exactly which one he's talking about, too. (laughs) What? uh, Yeah, I don't want to dox myself, but what makes it the best brothel in Melbourne? Who decides that? And we will answer that. We We will answer that for you. We are bringing you coverage of that later in the year. We will be. Got a question? You can slide into our DMs at thenaughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. So I think we're changing up the pace a little bit and the topic is sort of about weird vibes in the workplace, which when I say weird vibes, I think it can go on into you can some creepy territory. So just a heads up, if this uh, like segment raises anything for you, you can call 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732. Uh, essentially, this sort of came up in the office. I was talking to Lachlan. There's been a lot of fiascos and dramas at and one of my workplaces lately. You really did. You really, like, you told me the story and yeah. you were like, no, actually, Lachlan, you stand here so that I can reenact this properly. Like, you really, you, you, painted a picture you set the scene i do i love to stand up and really paint a picture it is such a deeply strange workplace it is such a weird workplace um but i think something that has come up for me recently is someone a someone of authority who has just recently left um there was a lot of drama surrounding it and 
also, looking back retrospectively, there was definitely some sexual harassment going on. Okay. But sometimes when people are in power, like positions of power, you can just, and especially in work anyway, you can just sometimes view things as a bit like weird, a little bit wacky. No, I definitely agree because I feel like when you hold a position of power, like who's going to stand up to you mm. in that situation? Or even just sometimes like even if it's not necessarily someone of power, you're just in the workplace and it's like, oh, I'm especially, for example, in retail or in hospital where you're like customer facing roles and you can just be like talking about a customer and they might just be very vivid is the wrong word. Very intense about how they talk about the customer. Am I allowed to ask for context? Yeah, absolutely. Like, just so this one was it? This person was a man. Okay. Yeah. And there would be female customers who would come through who, after they finished coming through the store and everything like that, it then became, hmm, here is what I think of that girl. She Mm, is very attractive. Here is this. Here is that. Or if I am interacting with a customer, it then might become, hey, that must be your type even though it is not my type. And then just asking questions, being like, tell me about your type. I don't know how I... I feel like that's... That is very grotty That's not a vibe. And Mm. also when they're in a position of power, you don't always feel like you can say anything to them to be like, hey, like, that's weird. Don't say that if they're in a position of power, you know? Like, because obviously, like, it's your job that, like, could be at risk. And the thing is as well is, like, a lot of the time it's so subtle that you don't even notice it at first. Yeah, right. The only reason this has all come up is because in this situation... There's been a lot of other factors outside of this that have made us all raise eyebrows. Okay. But that's neither here or there. Uh, But it's just in general. It's like a lot of the time when you're working in close proximity with people, sometimes you might not notice that what they're doing or like might not view something that they're doing as sexual harassment, but it definitely can be. Yeah. So I guess the question is just how do we, like, how would you navigate it? I think like if something feels wrong, it most likely is. So you can confide in friends, potentially, and other co-workers. That being said, you don't want it then to become, like, you know, whispers, necessarily. Well, because that's kind of what happened with you, yeah. is that everyone else was whispering. Everyone else knew what was going just on. Just not to you. And not to me. And I was pretty lucky to avoid a lot of it. But then at the same time, it sucked that I was supporting someone who was being a bit grotty. Yeah. Mm. But he left, and then you're just like, oh, no. And then everyone's like, yeah, good. Hmm. And I was like, oh. Not Didn't told. get the memo on this one. <laughs> Didn't get the memo on this one. So I guess confiding in coworkers, maybe like if they don't know, bringing it to their attention, it's important, I think, for people to have the ability to speak up and feel safe. Um, and was there also any way that you could have like reported it? Like your coworkers could have reported it? Well, yeah, absolutely. So if this is like, you know, again, sexual harassment doesn't have to be like very in your face. It can be, but it can also be really like really subtle things and in the workplace it's you have every right to report it so you can do so reporting it to your manager hr department legal department or the vic equal opportunity and human rights commission as well as a great resource and you should always feel comfortable like standing up for yourself i guess that's like a big i mean ideally but sometimes it's like oh my gosh this is my manager Mm. and sometimes it can be so subtle that you don't even think it's worth raising yeah, mm. yeah. You might you might think like maybe it's all in my head. I don't want to make a scene. And in that case, it is great to have resources like one eight hundred respect at one eight hundred seven three seven seven three two. Hello, I'm Stella Delore, and you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. A couple of weeks ago, I brought you an interview with Jacinta Hennigan where she spoke about Mpox. It's a virus that did have a, quite a large outbreak this time last year, so around Pride events in the US and Europe. 
There was a lot of fear because it's mpox. There was this pox, this rash that was showing up that was really uh, quite horrific, quite painful. But also there was the the fear of stigma of this being labelled as the next gay disease, just Mm. like HIV or AIDS was back in the day. It was mostly, and in some places, only spreading amongst the sexual networks of men who have sex with men, so gay and bi men and other people who have sex with those people. It was kind of this really looming threat of being a very stigmatising, painful kind of infection that had the potential to have a really big outbreak. Yeah, I remember reading about it last year and reading about the symptoms and thinking like the facial lesions I've already got a face for radio like that would have been game over for me <laughs> yeah but now there's been that that progress yes yes and I think that the thing that it comes down to is vaccination at the time there was a vaccine which was similar to or or the same as the smallpox vaccine and so there was only a very small amount of that vaccine available worldwide and so there was a, a, quite a lot of panic around what do we do if we don't have enough vaccine? They kind of changed the method of how it was delivered to people. So it was what they call subcutaneous injection. So where they inject it under the dermal layer of the skin rather than a standard in the arm flu shot procedure. And so then there was also this stigma around by doing this subcutaneous injection, it was leaving a mark on people's skin for a number of weeks. And so it was like, oh, you can see if someone's had the mpox vaccine and you know that there's someone who is a man who has sex with men. And so a lot of fear and, and kind of panic around the whole situation. But in saying that, the community really turned up and got vaccinated. We had thousands and thousands of people just here in Melbourne who came to pop-up clinics at various places and got their first dose of the vaccine. And then when it was possible, people had their second dose of the vaccine. And I guess the really great thing about MPOX is that you do only need those two doses and then you're covered basically for life. It's not something that you need, you know, a dose of every year to maintain your resistance to the virus. People got vaccinated. In some cases, people changed how they were having sex and they were more aware of symptoms of the virus. So what we would hope people generally do if you're feeling unwell, if you have cold or flu or fever symptoms, you don't go and have sex with people. We did start to see an outbreak, particularly here in Melbourne and New South Wales, kind of levelled off and then dropped off almost completely. And we've only seen really a small handful of cases come into Australia, mainly by international travellers. There are a few cases around the time of World Pride in Sydney, but besides that, the threat's really backed off. But of course, we're still encouraging people to get vaccinated if they are at risk and they haven't yet had their vaccination or if you haven't yet had your second dose. Getting that extra protection from the second dose is really important and, like I said, basically covers you for the rest of your life. And that was Jacinta Hennigan from Thorn Harbour Health talking about MPOX there. So, Lachlan, what's happening now? Well, we're not having fun anymore. So, Victoria Health issued a health alert on Friday morning and it says that after we had had the most recent case of MPOX in November 2022, months and months ago, on Friday, unfortunately, two locally acquired cases of MPOX were reported in Victoria. So it's back and it's in the community. So what does Victoria Health recommend? Right now, the, the health alert, they are recommending that people with symptoms of MPOX should seek medical care and testing. It's really important to remember that when you do have symptoms, well, that could actually be 21 days after you've been exposed to MPOX. So 
it would be a good idea to, to really be quick on that because you don't know how long you've been in the community with this. So any suspected or confirmed MPOX cases, the health department is wanting you to urgently notify them on 1300 651 160. That's 1300 651 160. Now, obviously, uh, getting the correct medical care is really important, but is there a vaccine? There is a vaccine, and it's available for free through certain sexual health clinics, hospitals, and GPs. And so that is what people were doing last year. You know, they really you know, rolled up their sleeves literally to get the vaccine to try and stop the spread of those cases. But it is still available. It is still free. So if you meet one of the following criteria, which is post-exposure vaccination, if you have kind of high risk, close contacts of MPOX cases, all sexually active men who have sex with men, so that includes gay and bisexual men, cis and trans, they can also get a free MPOX vaccine, sexual partners of the above, sex workers, laboratory workers who analyse specimens of MPOX cases, which they weren't doing and now they will be doing again, most likely, and also healthcare workers at higher risk of exposure to patients with MPOX. The best time to get your MPOX vaccine, the first dose at least, was 28 days ago because you do need to wait 28 days before the second dose. The second best time is now. So if you are looking for support, you're in the queer community, you can ring the Department of Health, but also you could reach out to Q Life. Their helpline number is 1800 184 527. That is 1800 184527. Hi, we're Chris and Laura from Love Boner. And you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin. My name is Sarah. I am joined by Liz, Lachlan, and Ruby. Hi. Hey. Hello. Now, this week. <laughs> you mean business. You were sensationalized by it, Sarah. I sh- like, this is I actually gasped. how you found out. Yeah, let's, let's do a reenactment of a conversation. They've been this week, for this, guys. <laughs> This week, Millionaire Hot Seat was sensationally put on hiatus, which is the operative word for cancelled, after decades on the air. Its last episode ever will air in January. <gasps> oh, my God. What happens to Eddie Maguire? I think they have to just take him out the back and oh. put him in the deep freeze. Oh, no. <laughs> not, not, not Eddie. He's finished. <laughs> Eddie, I'm sorry, but tonight we can exclusively reveal... That Millionaire Hot Seat was cancelled to make way for Australia's new favourite 5pm gay show. Game show, sorry. Ah! But that still works. Queer Coded or Brunswick presenting. Historically, it has not been okay to be gay, so communities have developed discreet ways of signalling they are queer while maintaining plausible deniability and evading suspicion. Such as? Such as. We have the gay ear for earrings. The carabiner. But today's soft boys have developed entirely new ways of blurring the lines. We're going to go through a couple now and we are going to decide are they queer coded or just Brunswick presenting. Okay, first one pearl necklaces. I say Brunswick. Brunswick presenting? Brunswick presenting. State your case. Um, well, okay, first of all, I'm wearing a pearl necklace right now and I am gay. So that that doesn't actually help your case. But I think it's a fashion item. You think it's a fashion item? And I think that... But this is a man who cares about being fashionable. <laughs> it's quite quick-coded. Yes, and I also think that uh, Brunswick presenting people also like to be quite fashionable. Okay, you're locking it in? Locking it in. Okay. Ruby, nail polish, queer-coded or Brunswick presenting? I need the dramatic music to help me think. There we go. Um, <laughs> that was so well done. I know. <laughs> um, what if they have a top coat? Does that make yeah, a difference? Yeah, what if they have a top coat? Does that, does that make a difference? 
What's Hayley do? I don't know. 20 seconds? I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Queer coded. Yeah. Top coat, queer coded. Yes. Yeah. Just, just plain nail polish. Let's chip it away real quick. I... Friends were presenting. This is really upsetting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Locking it in. Locking it in. Okay, are you sure? Because this is the thing, right? It was complicated. There was a guy. We were dancing. We then got coffee a little bit later. And then I find out that he had been involved in a musical, also quite queer-coded for a man. I'm sorry, but... I find out that someone had been absolutely scandalised and taken a photo of me dancing with this man to show his girlfriend and makeup artist <gasps> on that musical. And I was like, this man had a top coat. Like, oh, his nail polish was better than my, my nail polish. God. That is so quick-coated. His girlfriend's a makeup artist. Sometimes there's more than meets the eye. Fair enough. Okay, our next one. Having a Depop account or thrifting, queer-coded or Brunswick presenting. <laughs> Liz, I feel like this one's to you. Wait, no, repeat the question, shit. <laughs> Thrifting. Having Thrifting. a Depop account. Mine's recorded. That Mine's recorded? Easy. Yeah. Sure? Is and it maybe just the Cozy Lives as well? Yeah. Yeah, people are clearing out savers and selling on Depop. Yeah, these guys got savers. <laughs> I, I, I like the savers, and so far I've been there twice with two different people, and I'm just very safely say Brunswick coded. Okay. Okay, Brunswick coded, locking it in. Okay, our next one. Doc Martens, Queer Coded or Brunswick Presenting? Just oh. wait. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. The music might have run out, guys. Well, okay. <laughs> Give Maybe. me a second. Keep, oh, keep wait, going. No, hold keep on. Going. We want to keep going? Sh- sh- keep going. We got this. We haven't we had this. enough? We got this, guys. The suffering will continue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, guys. Okay, okay. Doc Martens, Queer Coded um, or Brunswick Presenting? On a non-man, Queer Coded. Yeah. What makes it Queer Coded? It's a mentality. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. Ruby, what are we thinking? I don't know. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Brunswick coated. Yeah. I feel like you know, like a, like a three hundred dollar boot, very Brunswick coated. Very true. They probably thrifted it though. Yeah. Because they true. love savers. This is true. But like, who's giving away good dog ones? A lot of job? people. Really? Yeah. A lot of people can't get past the pain. Oh. It, Five seconds. Best. Come to a conclusion, guys. I forgot, there was a time I was about to tell a story about my first time owning Doc Martens, but... No, you still time. can. You, you still, still can. can. My you first time ever buying Doc Martens, go, go. I didn't realise it was like you had to wear them in, right? And like, I didn't realise that whole process. First time I wore Doc Martens, full day, like I was like at uni from like 8am to 8pm, I wore ankle socks. It I, was oh, worn dear. in by the end of that, I hope. Uh, I got home and I was convinced that those shoes were going to be full of my blood. Uh, <laughs> it was the most painful day of my yeah. life. I was like, I am stupid. <laughs> I mean, adding on to that, I did have a friend who wore, only brought Doc Martens to her Europe trip and walked around Paris in them. <sighs> best, be, best be known that at the end of that trip, they were most definitely worn in. Yes. She was suffering the entire time. Had but she ever owned Docs before? No, those yeah. were the first. It's yeah. like, you have to like, it's like, you know, losing your dog virginity, you know? What I've learned, what I've learned from all of this, from everyone else's suffering, is if I want to own a pair of Docs, get them off the thrift store. Yeah, nice I've, and worn in for mm. you. No, that's, but they mold to your feet though. Yeah, it's thing, so it's still you're still gonna have a breaking period. You just gotta anyway. wear really thick socks and just wear them around the house, like like for like one mm. hour a day. Like I'm not a dock scholar, but I have met someone who has like this pair of docks, and I'm like, those do not look like docks, and they are gorgeous, and I want them. Okay, our next one, and this is it specifically in a man, emotional availability, queer coded or Brunswick presenting. Go. 
Well, they could be queer, or they could have just gone to therapy. That's very true. What if they have like a book of poetry? Brunswick oh. hooded. You're right. Brunswick presenting. Yeah. I'm like thinking like sitting in the park somewhere in one of the Yeah, looking parks. like brooding, you know. I'd say so. Our last one, our bonus question based on true events. A lesbian haircut, but they're a man. Queer coded or Brunswick presenting. <laughs> to the floor. I hate you. Sarah, this was no, I need to this is the thing. We have this in here to correct the record. This is our favourite haircut. This is our favourite haircut. haircut of the this day. We've come to the consensus oh. that we all like it. Oh my god, I love this haircut. This is the thing, like it wasn't a diss. No, I meant it in the highest of regards. Everyone you knows are, how much I love lesbian, yeah, and everyone it was knows really how much I love masculine. Just seconds. like so much. Um, <laughs> eight, seven. Quick, I don't know. Six, presenting. Quick, quick, five, quick. Four, three, two. So there we go, Queer Coded or Brunswick Presenting. We were so excited for it. And then as we were pre-producing it throughout the week, I was thinking like, hey, should we be gatekeeping aesthetics and making yes. sweeping judgments about the way people identify based on just superficial stereotypes? Or should we actually try to get to know them? Obviously, we should make sweeping. <laughs> I mean, look, obviously going up to someone and asking if they're queer that's just not an option at all. But we have some alternatives, Sarah. We do. You can do a little background check. Check yeah. them out on the socials. See I what's was, going on. I was actually talking to someone the other day and I was like, I love that you have said that you do this too. So now I'm not the only one. They were like, I do like a background check on LinkedIn. Like I will mm. look through their LinkedIn profile like before, you know. You gotta be careful. They've, they've got LinkedIn premium. They can see that you stalked them. And also no, they know mode. that Private you've... mode on LinkedIn. That oh, is the life hack. Yes. Fair enough, you know, that, that did answer my question too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking from experience? Absolutely speaking from experience. It's like, is this person, like, have they worked in hospo? Can they, like, can they handle chaos? Are they a sandwich artist? <laughs> Are they someone who has never worked a day in their life? And then it's like, well, someone comes from money. I actually saw an article of, like, a girl using LinkedIn as a dating app. So she would basically, like find people on LinkedIn that she was interested in and then she would hang out at like near their work areas Whoa. or like cafes that they like uh, go to creepy. <laughs> and then basically like formulate like a meet cute. So they didn't oh, know that no, she stalked them off weird. LinkedIn, but that's, that's how weird. she'd find out like us she'd find a rich Nah, that's stalker partner. stalker behavior. No. Nah. I don't know. LinkedIn I... Lover, the new horror movie from A twenty four. Literally. Look, it's also like maybe you just ask them, but in a way where they don't know you're asking. Mm. Sarah, you had a good one earlier today. There's a couple here. There's Are you a, a friend here. of Dorothy? Are you a friend of Dorothy? That is Who an is... old one, right? It is an old one. <laughs> Who's Dorothy? Did we did we find out or? I. If you know, you know. Wizard of Oz. Yeah. If you. If you don't know who Dorothy is, you probably. If you're aren't a her friend, friend of Dorothy, you then know you you're know. a friend of Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah. I think the easier one for the people who may not understand that reference is, do you listen to The Girl in Red? To The Girl to in girl Red. In red. Hey, there is only well, one. Clearly, there is only clearly one. I She's wearing don't. a red jumper. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Clearly, I am not one of those. <laughs> if you're a woman and you're wearing red right now, who gave you that right? <laughs> like, let's, um, we're editing this in post. We this are. isn't live, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Another one, I was vividly reminded of a Tumblr post I saw where someone just was like in their cereal aisles looking at all the off-brand cereals and was like, all of these feel like slurs that someone would call me like a euphemism. It's like, oh, is he a marshmallow matey? Is he a fruit loop? <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it. And then... Um, well, maybe you, maybe you just be really upfront. It's pee week. When's the last time you got pegged? 
Do you I, know where your prostate is? <laughs> I can't tell you how not to ask. I did have somebody come up to me at a party, look at me and go, are you on the spectrum? <laughs> <gasps> no! And then when I looked at her really confused because I was like, that's not a nice thing to say to somebody. She was like, are you gay? And I was like, that's... That was oh, <laughs> different. Not the question no. I thought you were asking, darling. My gosh. Just like, yeah, you start just walk up to someone and ask them any of those questions, you know? It's a bit, like, on the nose. And this is why you keep an eye out for pearl necklaces, nail polish, <laughs> thrift store clothes, and you make an assumption. You make a sweeping assumption based on stereotypes. I feel like that's what we've learned here. <laughs> Asking questions no, no, is cancelled. <laughs> Got any burning questions? There's a cream for that. Hit us up at the thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Ruby Hi. has gone to get some much needed beauty sleep. Well, she deserves. deserves. As she deserves. So we've come to another segment that I like. Yeah. Which is when we a- where we answer all of your lovely questions. It's good. I love this. This is what I have missed the most in my absence. Yes, but obviously before we go into this, just a reminder, we are not doctors. Please do not no. ask us for no. real advice. Please don't. We love to hear your stories. We would love for you guys to get involved. And you can get involved on our Tumblr, through our link tree, on Naughty Rude Sin, that's S-Y-N, through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or the com slash ask. So, Sarah, what's, what is a question we have? Okay, so the first question that's come through is, my partner's friends don't like me. What should I do? That is... That is difficult. It's I feel like that question. can be quite Well, it depends tough. why. True. That's very true. Are you a bad person? Change like, what, that. What did you do? <laughs> if only it was that easy. Just completely change your personality. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't um, do that. But, but it would be really, um, I feel like it would be smart to, I guess, assess why that's the case. Like, is it founded? Unfounded? Why do they dislike you? What, what? Yeah. There are a lot more questions here. I feel like this I is a very like, vague... Let's let's game it out. Let's go two options. Option mm. one, it's about something they can't change. What would we do if it's something they can't change? It's just hard, I think. It also depends on when you say that your partner's friends don't like you. Are they being rude to you? Are they just being a genuine... Like, it's just like very much like, oh, like probably not someone I would hang out with. Because I feel like those are two different things, but at the same time, it's important to be, you know, be able to connect with your partner's friends and the people that your partner is close to. Um, so I think potentially having a conversation yes. with your partner is first step. I think step. talking about it's really, really important. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, And also it's, just, it's a matter of like, as a as maybe the partner, like what do you do in that situation? Like, do you just take your friends at like face value? Or do you like step aside and like have a conversation and also like think yeah. about it on your own? I think you probably have a conversation with your friends and be like, hey, what do mm. you think of my partner? They don't like them. Why? But then I don't know what you gain from that conversation because now you just know that. Personally, at least, yeah. I feel like it's good to be like, okay, you hate my partner. Why do you hate my partner? And then is it founded or unfounded? Mm. Yeah. Like, okay. is it something that like, yes, you're right. This is absolutely a red flag that I did not notice. Yeah. Or is it just a case of like, a, oh, you don't know them well enough. Mm. Maybe they're a bit mm-hmm. shy, a bit anxious. And I can kind of explain it. Yeah, and you can just also have that opportunity to be like, it's really important to me that you guys at least try to get along. Um, but they're not necessarily fighting, but you know what I mean. Just yeah. it's important for me 
and my relationship if you can just show respect and care and try to like this person for me yeah um and at a very minimal level like like this person for how they make me feel Mm. um but for the person asking what should you do i think it's just expressing it to your partner true i don't think you were in a position to you don't you shouldn't have to go around trying to make everybody like you i think the fact that your partner cares about you should be enough I was talking about uh, something similar with a friend earlier in the week and she brought up the comment that one of her friends made, which is, hey, mate, we don't necessarily know if you're going to be at my friend's wedding, but I know I'm going to be there as the best friend. That's really interesting. We have another question. So somebody sent in, hi, guys, I'm new to the dating scene. What apps or dating sites do you use when you want to just meet women that you want to hook up with? Not what this person was asking, but Grinder. <laughs> That's a very straight to the point app. Yes, but no, there's it seems there's it. one called um there's one called Field. Yes, I am on Field. Do what we remember is Field? No, you need to read. You have told me about this, but I want okay. to rehear what Field is. So Field is now that I'm single, I need to know these things. <laughs> okay, Field is a dating app that I suppose is designed with polyamory in mind. Oh, okay. um, but is also just. Very much. People are very open books on what they desire when they are on field. So my voice is just going. Um, You can basically list, like, your interests and your desires, which is supposed to be like, oh, short-term relationship. People are putting their kinks and their fetishes and stuff in the desires section. You can also link it so you have a partner. So, for example, a couple months ago, Maybe like a month and a half ago, nothing ended up happening. But I matched with one person, and they had a partner link to their profile. And then, like the next week, I matched with the partner. And then they were like, "Oh, we've both matched with you. Should we make a little group chat?" And then we had a little group chat of the three of us all together. Oh, and we were all gonna go on a date, which did not end up happening. But it's like very open in that sense, where it's like, yeah, you can connect with multiple people in a way that suits you and your relationship dynamics. Uh, is also just yeah, you can list desires and stuff in there. I feel like uh, everyone is fairly sex positive on a field, and that is a big draw card for it as well. So I feel like field is an option. Field's definitely an option. We're talking about like hookup apps here, but yeah. then maybe that's not what you're looking for. And there are other apps out there, like maybe. Uh, Hinge or Bumble, which are a little more, yeah. Hinge is definitely, from what I understand, the relationship app. I am going to, like, low-key bring it back to Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... The OG. The OG, because weirdly enough... tried and true. The only good experiences I've had, and not as somebody looking for a hookup, as somebody who's, like, maybe more into, like, dating. Mm. Shockingly, I've, I've really only met people I've enjoyed hanging out with through Tinder. Really? Whoa. Which is weird because you'd think it would be on like Hinge or Bumble. Yeah. But I think it's I'm, not. I've been a good mix of Tinder and Hinge. Okay. Which they seem like very different apps. So it's kind of weird that they both. They are. They are really, really different apps. Because like Hinge is definitely where like if you match with someone on Hinge, it's like they're looking for something serious. Mm. Ish is, is... There's a short term relationship feature. Correct, correct, correct. But as in the connotations yeah. are they're looking for a relationship. Yeah, you become a bit more of a pen pal on mm-hmm. Hinge. Callback. <laughs> than you ever will on Tinder. Another one. <laughs> TJ Kelly. We were going to have that sound bite ready to oh, I got use this, it. I got this. Hold on, hold on. Here we go, here we go. One second. No, don't, don't do that. Don't. 
don't do that, don't do that. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, that really just didn't play fair enough. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> Let me, one, one more time, one more time. Wait, what did I say? We'll make it sound really natural. Um, yeah, on Hinge, you're always going to be a bit more of a pen pal. Nope. nope. No. <laughs> Didn't want to play. No. Fair enough. Never mind. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to try something now. This is, Im- this is important. I need narrative closure. Okay, I'm just going to tell my story for the third time. Yeah, sometimes I feel like on Hinge, you're a bit more prone to being a pen pal. Another one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did it. We, we did, did it. it. We did it. And I will not tell that story ever again. I am done with it now. No, not even, not another one, not one more time. <laughs> I'm not doing that again, guys. Can we please be nice to Liz? <laughs> okay, well, what what a fantastic listener question segment that was. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Hi, this is Sarah from Apricot Inc. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. So last week, Alex spoke to Carla all about her one-woman period show. If you want to listen to that, you can go to our podcast. Now, Alex is out and about talking all things time of the month. What is your first period story and how has the culture surrounding periods changed since then? Okay, I got my period for the first time at a friend's house and um, it happened when I was in the bathroom of her room. I just sort of wiped and I was like, what's the red? Oh my word. And I came out to tell her and she it was the days okay it was the days of the early macbook you know what i mean where it had like the the face warp effect um and she was i don't know how but like having a video of someone playing with the effects but there's on the other end and i was like oh my god i've got to tell you this thing and she's like i'm doing this silly effect with my face with this person and um i was like never mind then so i just sort of went back to stuff my pants with like toilet paper and was like i guess i'll just sit on this and wait till we're no longer on a call well i don't have a period anymore and I can't even remember. I remember my first period, but I didn't even know what was going on. Um, I knew something was about to happen, but it just happened and my mum was just very, like, you know, secretive about it and um, and that's all I remember. Well, I think that I actually grew up in a pretty open household, but I didn't expect my first period to be brown. It was not red, which is what I expected. It was brown, so I was like, I don't actually know what's happening. (laughs) And I was, I think, the first of my friends to ever get their periods, and it was really difficult to have that conversation because we were also, I was 11. I was at my friend's house, and I wasn't expecting it. I didn't really know much about it, and it came, and I had no idea what was happening to me. We didn't talk about it back in the day when I'm not that old, but we still didn't talk about it back then. So it was a complete surprise to me I burst into tears I was like please call my mum please call my mum and I got home and mum basically opened her drawer and went here's some pads go for it and that was the level of education that I got and that was basically how I went with my period from that point onwards it was navigate it for yourself work it out and let's not talk about it my mum is a doctor and I remember we were on holidays and I was like fighting with my brothers all day like really snappy and irritable and I remember I was wearing pink shorts and at one point we'd gone home and like changed after the beach and mum then came up and being like it's hard to tell because they're pink but Viv I think you've started bleeding I think you just had your first period um, but mum managed to deliver it in a way that was just like really wonderful and gentle. She did a great job. Um, uh, and, but I remember being weirdly excited and I told my older brother, and he's 10 years older than I am, and he had a really like, I didn't want to know that. 
like a really like negative reaction was obviously a bit like weirded out and gross which I guess I can understand your youngest sibling telling you this and at the time I, I don't know but I remember that happening and being like oh wait is this something shameful is this something I need to keep quiet and keep hidden I think definitely it is more socially acceptable to mention periods I do remember my first period I mean I wasn't shamed or anything but it was something men didn't want to know about my dad certainly didn't want to know about it um, I think I'm a because I'm a stand-up comedian, and I used to do material about periods about 15 years ago, and it was not really acceptable <laughs> even then. So I think now it is. So even in 15 years, it's changed. It came to mind because it was that strange, like I only want to tell as minimal people about this as very much possible. Whereas nowadays, if I have my period, I'm every like my whole neighbor neighborhood knows i'm just kind of like oh i want my bleed today i'm gonna take it easy it's something that i consciously casually mention as a way of like if if there was any other anybody else in a room was just bleeding i don't know how it wouldn't come up in conversation like if we were chatting and you had blood dripping down your face i'd be like bro like but when it's from a, a, a vagina it's suddenly not something we discuss i'm just kind of like I think that's garbage, and I think we've come a long way to acknowledging that. So, yeah, public period chats. Ever since then, it's been like, oh, you've got your period. You know, you don't talk about it anywhere. But now, it's periods are all over the place, and it's good. It's good. Girls need to talk about their periods. It's part of life, and it's natural, and it's part of what happens to a woman. I haven't had a period for ten years, and. I must admit, I don't miss it at all. <laughs> I hope it's changed, and I think that it, it definitely has, and the generations coming through now are talking about it, and they're more open about discussions, and there's no shame or stigma that they have associated with it that we used to have, and, you know, it's going to take a long time. Change takes a lot of, a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort, but I think that now the dialogue is more open. There is no real stigmas, and people can start to talk openly about going... I suffer from this and it's not that I'm being a bitch or it's not that I'm being, you know, intentionally hurtful or awful. It is actually a disorder and it's actually part of PMS and it's actually part of the hormonal makeup of our bodies that mean that we're suffering from these things. And, you know, it's definitely a different time now, but we've got a long way to go. But it's exciting that we're starting to talk more about it. Now I feel like seeing my cousins grow up and my nieces and everything, it's a completely different story where... Their aunties, at least, are more open than my aunties were. <laughs> um, so that's really nice to see that you can have those conversations. You know, I know that there are certain elements, certain parts of society where that might not be the case, but certainly in our family, I can see generationally the shift, which is great. And I, for my whole life, have had really, really bad periods. It's something that, because I'm non-binary, it's something I had to like work through and figure out as well. And a big way, similar to what uh, Rosie just said, I really just am like, no, I'm just going to openly talk about it. So I actually, I refer to it as the blood sacrifice now. Uh, or I'm like, you know, moon tribute, got to pay, it's up, it's due, I'm going to be fucked for a few days. You know, you just got to pay the dues. And it's really taken a lot of the, for me at least, like the stigma 
corner out of it yeah. and that like paralyzes like no because unfortunately the things of like the stereotypical things that is usually given to women of like oh you're irritable or emotional during that time I feel all of them but it's really annoying because it makes you feel like you can't your emotions aren't valid because you're expected to be this way and so it's been a long process of like reclaiming that of being like no I just get sad and then I'll get angry and then all I want to do is eat chocolate and it's fine <laughs> that's just it there's nothing more to it it isn't like dictating a part of anyone's personality and it's not a bad thing what is the craziest funniest piece of misinformation that you've heard surrounding periods one is that if you have your period you can't go swimming because it'll attract sharks <laughs> that's a cracker I love that um, I also love the one that well essentially that people can smell when you've got your period you're like that's not true either um, but I think definitely the sharks that's my favourite yeah and I just remember at school in year 10 one of the um, guys thought that when you put a tampon in it actually expanded and exploded inside of the woman. And so that was a big information and he had to be um, told otherwise during our sex education. So there you go. So that was Alex on the bleeding edge of period discourse there. Hi, we're Chris. And Laura from Love Boner. And you're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. On Sin. This brings us to the end. It does. That's so sad. But we'll be here next week to do it all over again. Always. Like the time warp. <laughs> you will be. I think I'm I'm finally absconding for a week. I will be in Brisbane. Running away from sunny, sunny Brisbane. I may have she something to bring back from my travels. I may not. You may. For tonight, what a show. It has definitely been a show. We, we, we took the roller coaster. We truly did. We started off on such a high. Did our naughty red wig. Did the letter P. Once again, pillow princess. Penis. Porn, pussy. pounding, pussy. The list, Ooh. it goes on. <clears throat> uh, then we brought things down a little bit, talked about a few things that were a little bit more serious, uh, weird vibes in the workplace and stuff like that. Uh, the MPOX health alert that has... Uh, very important stuff. Yeah, very very important stuff uh, throughout the show. And then we jumped into some more silly stuff again. Some more silly a- stuff. Australia's favourite and the world's longest game show. <laughs> Queer-coded or Brunswick presenting. Let us know if you want us to do more things like that because we thoroughly enjoy it. We will probably and do also, it regardless of whether or not you... have the music to use now. Yeah. Oh, Give no. us game show ideas. Maybe we just use that for the listener questions. <laughs> <laughs> to answer them. Yes. You have 20 seconds to answer these listener questions. Okay, we'll My do rapid fire. My don't like me. What should I do? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> we'll do rapid fire listener questions. Fair enough. That is something that we can do here. Yes. Okay, look, if you want to send us some questions or you want us to play more games or suggest games for us to play, uh, you can find us on the socials at Naughty Rude Sin on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So please do get involved. You can also head to Tumblr, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You do not need an account to ask us a question and you can do so anonymously. But maybe it's 10.05, you've just tuned in and you've gone, what? Naughty Rude Show was on two hours ago. I missed it again. Where do I find it? You can check us out, obviously, on the socials, but also wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Google, the good podcast places. The maybe good some ones. more. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Mm. Uh, yeah. We are we are everywhere, even in like a message in a bottle that washes up on the beach oh, with just yeah. a USB stick that has the podcast file on it. <laughs> everywhere. Lachlan's actually, over the week, Lachlan's job is just to single-handedly <laughs> chuck bottles into the sea. <laughs> That's what Lachlan I Lachlan is the cause for pollution. I am. The EPA <laughs> is after me. So you can search up Naughty Rude Show Sin on your preferred podcast platform. 
but that is that is that. That has been our show. You're listening to the Naughty Root Show here on Sin with Liz, Sarah, and Lachlan. Good night. Good night.